3: More than just the headlines. This is WCBS News Radio 880.
0: A new Rochelle man becomes New York's second coronavirus patient. His family is quarantined in their home.
3: As
1: a result, more people are being asked to self-quarantine in Westchester. The MTA steps up
0: the cleaning of its buses, subway stations, and trains to prevent the spread of the virus.
1: The Fed cuts interest rates by a half point, but stocks are still slumping. More than 1,300 delegates are up for grabs on this Super Tuesday. Sports the Yankees doubt Aaron Judge or Giancarlo Stanton
0: will be ready for opening day. Spike Lee says he won't attend any more Knicks games this season after he had a disagreement with Garden Security.
1: We've got light rain. It's 51 degrees on this. Tuesday, March 3rd. Good afternoon. I'm John Metaxas. And I'm Michael Wallace. It's 3.31 on the
0: WCBS Afternoon Roundup. This just in to the WCBS Newsroom. A second coronavirus case has been confirmed in New York. A man in serious condition, uh, an attorney from New Rochelle. And we're learning now that the quarantine circle around this patient is growing quickly. WCBS' Steve Burns joining us live with the latest.
4: Yeah, gentlemen, uh, we had heard from the governor earlier this morning uh, that they were trying to retrace this man's steps to see exactly where he was and who should be concerned about his whereabouts. Uh, So now we can tell you that they have uh, determined that there's an additional group that will be uh, quarantining itself and and essentially uh, being affected by this. It is the Temple Young Israel in New Rochelle, uh, halting all services immediately and for the foreseeable future uh, due to the potential exposure connected to this man who tested positive. Additionally, it's saying that uh, congregants of the temple who attended services on February 22nd and a funeral and a bat mitzvah at the temple the next day, February 23rd, have to self-quarantine until March 8th at the very earliest. Those who don't self-quarantine will be mandated to do so by the County Department of Health. So again, the circle of concern around the second coronavirus case in New York is growing, and that's uh, what we've just heard from, again, Temple Young Israel in New Rochelle.
1: All right. Thank you very much, Steve. As we told you, the man is in serious condition at Columbia Presbyterian in Manhattan. Mayor de Blasio gave an update this afternoon.
0: WCBS reporter Rich Lamb is joining us on our news line. Rich, what did the mayor have to say today?
5: Well, the latest case, uh, as you've just said, is a new Rochelle resident, a lawyer in his 50s, who works at a small Manhattan law firm. We're talking about seven employees there. The man became ill on February 22nd. Five days later, was admitted to Lawrence Hospital in Bronxville and was transferred to Columbia Presbyterian on Monday. He's the first patient in New York to be hospitalized with uh, these symptoms, the first to be as seriously ill. And the mayor said there is concern because he has a previous respiratory condition. By the way, the man has no history of travel to Corona hotspots. So this does appear to be a case of community spread where he got it. We don't know. The hospitalized man has two sons, both in isolation and both being tested. One attends the SAR Academy in Riverdale, who has no symptoms. The second is a student at a university here in New York City, and he does have symptoms. Again, both are isolated at home, and they are waiting their tests. The mayor summed up the New York City corona situation this way. Separate from this man and his two sons, 10 people have been tested so far. Eight came back negative, one came back positive. That's the health care worker who had worked in Iran, uh, and one is still pending. That's the health care worker's husband. His test results are not back, and nobody is offering an explanation as to why his testing uh, isn't done yet.
1: Rich, the MTA gave an update on what their plan is to keep it from spreading on mass transit. Uh, What are they doing?
5: Well, the short answer is that MTA employees have broken out the EPA-approved and CDC-endorsed cleaning materials and are going to town on the subways and commuter trains, buses, accessoride vans, and critical station areas. All of the accessoride vans uh, have already been cleaned because of the vulnerable populations that they carry, uh, and they're working on uh, all the other um, uh, pieces of equipment that the MTA is in charge of. Trained cars and buses will be cleaned daily, and the full fleet disinfected every 72 hours, we're told. Frequently used surfaces at stations, such as turnstiles, metro card vending machines, elevators, escalators, benches, and handrails will be disinfected daily. Right now, they're using spray bottles and wipes, but they're looking at aerosol devices.
0: All right, Rich, thanks for the update.
1: WCBS reporter Rich Lamb. Campaign 2020,
2: Super Tuesday.
1: Millions of primary voters in 14 states are heading to the polls today, and uh, CBS's Steve Futterman joins us live now from Los Angeles. Steve, what's the focus there in California on this Super Tuesday?
6: Well, we're trying to figure out how many people who might have voted for Klobuchar, Buttigieg might be shifting to Joe Biden. We have early voting here, as many states do. Many people already had voted for those two candidates. He can't uh, switch in the middle. You you have your vote set in stone. So this may, in the, a sense, not give Joe Biden as much of a switch as he hoped he would get with these two endorsements. Still, lots of people taking part today. The poll, polling areas are very much jammed. Don't know right now how many people will end up voting, but uh, could be a sizable number today.
0: Steve as best you can run us through what each candidate hopes to accomplish today realistically.
6: Well, Bernie Sanders wants to maintain his lead. He wants to still be the front runner. For Joe Biden, he wants to challenge that and if he cannot challenge Bernie Sanders and take over that front runner position, he wants to be a close second. Michael Bloomberg wants to be in that in that discussion right now. He wants to have a big day. Remember, he's not been in any of these uh, primary states, caucus states so far. So he's been pointing to Super Tuesday. He wants a good result today, at least in the discussion with maybe a second place or a third place. Elizabeth Warren, she just wants to hang in there. Uh, It could be a very tough night for her.
1: Thank you, Steve. CBS's Steve Futterman in Los Angeles. Our special coverage of the Super Tuesday results begins tonight at 7 o'clock here on WCBS. It's
0: 3.36 on the Afternoon Roundup. 3.38 3.38 at WCBS with traffic and weather together on the H. Jim Feldman checking the
7: Gowanus. Yeah, We still have a couple of lanes blocked on the inbound side in Brooklyn, Michael. It is right after the Prospect Expressway where this accident involving a dump truck has these two lanes blocked, and it is also causing delays back to Fort Hamilton Parkway. Right off of the Verrazano Bridge onto the westbound Staten Island Expressway out towards the west shore on Staten Island. Volume starting to slow down there. Watch for delays in Queens on this, uh, the Bell Parkway between the Van Wyke East getting onto the southern state, southbound side of the Cross Island Parkway. You've got traffic now building up between the Throgs Neck Bridge past the LIE, getting down towards Belmont Park. The LIE itself, also the Grand Central, both eastbound through Queens out into Nassau County. It is bumper to bumper there. To the Bronx, both directions of the Bronx River Parkway. Now we see slowdowns between Pelham Parkway and the Cross Bronx. Still a half an hour to 45 minutes to the outbound George on the westbound side of the Cross Bronx. And volume building on your other approaches. Northbound on the Henry Hudson, you've got delays starting at 57th. Northbound on the FDR, you've got delays actually starting at 23rd all the way up to the RFK and the Deegan also jammed up too in both directions. Outbound side of the Lincoln Tunnel, 15 to 20 at least and at least 20 to a half an hour outbound at the Holland Tunnel. Still have a crash on the outbound Pulaski Skyway in Kearney blocking a lane and southbound Tunnelly Avenue at County Road. Now there's a crash there blocking a lane. Next traffic update less than 10 minutes away in WCBS.
1: Light rain has arrived in the city. We're expecting a couple of rounds of rain this afternoon into the evening even maybe a thunderstorm. It'll clear and be breezy overnight with a low of 45 degrees. Tomorrow, uh, winds and clouds and even a bit of sunshine with a high of 54 degrees.
0: Rain now for much of the tri-state. 52 in Belmore. It's 53 in Yonkers. We're at 51 degrees here in lower Manhattan at 340 on the WCBS Afternoon
1: Roundup. At a Senate hearing today, Dr. Anthony Fauci of the National Institutes of Health warned a coronavirus vaccine is still months away. We'll likely go into clinical trials in a phase one study within about two months or maybe even six weeks. That would be a record. However, that is not a vaccine because it will take about three months or more to show that it is safe. CDC officials told the Senate testing for coronavirus is expanding, so by the end of the week, all state labs should be able to do their own testing. The number of coronavirus deaths in Washington state rose to nine today.
0: 340
1: on the WCBS Afternoon Roundup. 342 at WCBS.
0: Sports sponsored by John Thurer Cancer Center. Here's Rich Ackerman.
2: And Michael, the Yankees are bracing themselves to start in the season without both corner outfielders. It's unlikely that John Carlos Sten and Aaron Judge will be ready before early April. Judge's ailing shoulder is better today, but still the injury is lingering, so he's going for more tests. The Yankees in action right now and leading the Red Sox big 8-1, top of the eighth. Yanks scored six runs in the first. Masahiro Tanaka with three perfect innings of action today, in which he struck out five. The Mets have had a rough time trailing the Marlins 6-1 in Port St. Lucie. Noah Syndergaard got the start and gave up two earned runs over three innings. He struck out five and walked none. Jeff McNeil with a home run today for the lone Mets run. The Nets are in Boston tonight trying to figure out a way to halt a four-game skid. Uh, Kyrie Irving is done for the year after undergoing arthroscopic shoulder surgery. Rutgers takes on Maryland tonight at the rack on senior night. The Rangers face off against the Blues at the Garden. The defending champs have won their last six. While the Islanders host the Canadians at Barclays Center, the Devils are in Las Vegas. Sports first at 12 and 42 past every hour. I'm Rich Ackerman.
3: You're never more than 15 minutes from the big stories on WCBS.
2: I'm
0: John Metaxas. I'm Michael Wallace. Three things to know at 345.
1: Number one, a New Rochelle father has been diagnosed with coronavirus and is in serious condition at Columbia Presbyterian in Manhattan. His temple in New Rochelle is closing, and some of his congregants will have to self-quarantine.
0: Number two, it's Super Tuesday in 14 states, including Tennessee, where some polling places had to be moved because of last night's tornado damage. At least 22 people were killed in the storms.
1: And number three, the Federal Reserve today cut interest rates by half a percentage point to try to soften the economic impact of the coronavirus. But stocks are still down this afternoon.
0: Bloomberg's Michelle Cortez is joining us on our news line. So, Michelle, what was the Fed's reasoning for the cut today?
8: Well, the Fed cut interest rates because they know that we have this outbreak occurring and it's going to affect the international economy and they know that some action has to be taken in order to start moving things along to revitalize what's happening in china and to get the global economy moving and they gosh we just really don't have that many tools and this is what we've got so they went for it
1: michelle even with today's rate cut stocks are falling why is that
8: well, I think that people are realizing that when the Fed acts like that, it's an indication that there is something seriously wrong, that that other ways of approaching it aren't likely going to work. And so it's kind of a signal to everyone that this is a legitimate worldwide crisis and we need to do everything that we can. And I really believe that there are some people out there who are kind of thinking we might be able to just put our head down and get through this. And the Fed's action made everyone was a wake up call, basically.
0: President Trump had been on the Fed's case to cut interest rates. He tweeted today, after today's cut, he wants more easing. Could, could that happen, Michelle, or is today's cut likely the last one for a while?
8: Well, certainly investors were expecting a, a rate cut to come. They just weren't necessarily expecting it to come in this kind of an emergency move in the middle of its regular cycle there is room for future cuts to happen but whether or not that will be necessary or whether the fed will will you know give into that at some point it'll be interesting to see there there is only so far they can go down so we're not there yet though
1: you mentioned this is an indication things are bad Uh, do the commentators think this will work
8: well in terms of Fighting the coronavirus, it's, it's definitely not going to work. You know, putting more money into the global economy isn't, and, and, and loosening monetary policy isn't going to have much of an impact against the virus itself. So that's a separate thing. But we are going to see China coming back online. We're already seeing their plants are, are picking back up the pace. We're getting shipping routes out of there. We're seeing that more things are coming, more packages. We're seeing some travel restrictions ease a little bit. So as that happens, we're going to need companies and economies to engage going further, and maybe easy money will make that a little easier.
0: Michelle, thanks. That's Michelle Cortez at Bloomberg.
7: WCBS News, time 348. Time now for traffic and weather together. Here's Jim Feldman. And some trouble now on the New Jersey Turnpike, southbound Western Spur. There's a broken down vehicle by 15W in the left lane. And then right beyond that, in the truck lane south of Interchange 14, there's a broken down bus, and that's in the left lane. Southbound Tunnelly Avenue in Jersey City at County Road. Watch out for a crash. Outbound Pulaski Skyway, a crash as well. Parkway, slow southbound right now from the Essex tolls down through 145, down to the Union tolls. And getting into Clark. You've got delays also building up on the westbound side of I-80 between the Parkway and Route 19 in Patterson. Our next traffic update less than 10 minutes away on WDCBS. Checking the forecast
1: right now. Rain uh, has arrived in our area. We'll have a couple of rounds of showers this afternoon into the first part of the evening and then uh, some thunderstorms as well. Clearing and breezy before daybreak. A low of 45 tomorrow. uh, The winds continue with a mix of clouds and sun and a high of 54 degrees. Light rain in the area. It's 52 in Tarrytown, 53 in Woodcliffe Lake, and 51 here in Manhattan. It's 3.50
0: on the WCBS afternoon roundup. A New York state senator says there's been price gouging
1: over medical supplies because of the coronavirus, and he wants that to stop. WCBS's Sophia Hall joins us on our news line. And, uh, Sophia, what's happening?
3: Well, according to Senator Brad Hoylman, he has seen a box of surgical masks Jump from $20 to $75. That's nearly four times the amount. That was in Chinatown. He also says online, some are selling hand sanitizers. One bottle costs $250. His bill would make it illegal to hike the prices of things like masks and hand sanitizer and other medical supplies by more than 10% during the coronavirus crisis. And if a company is caught violating the law, the attorney general will go after them, the senator says. What
0: about the uh, penalties for this, if this bill becomes law? What would price gougers be facing, potentially?
3: Each fine could cost the company $25,000. And I did ask the senator, if the company is not located in New York State, can the attorney general still go after them? He says yes, if they're in another state and the company sold a product that jumped in price to a New Yorker, then the attorney general can still go after that company.
1: All right, thank you, Sophia. WCBS's Sophia Hall. It's 3.52 on the WCBS Afternoon Roundup. A community self-quarantines in Westchester after the second coronavirus case is confirmed. A new Rochelle man is in the hospital in Manhattan.
0: Latest coming up on that in five minutes at
1: 3.55. It's Money
0: News on WCBS, sponsored by jcfny.org. At Bloomberg, here's Tracy Jonke.
9: Michael and John, if the Federal Reserve intended to calm the financial markets with its emergency rate cut this morning, well, the Dow is falling 733 points, the Nasdaq's down 242, the S&P down 75. The Fed slashed interest rates by half a percentage point in response to the coronavirus. Some critics say that was too aggressive. Other critics say... It won't help. Ford is barring all business travel until close to the end of the month, and thousands of JP Morgan Chase employees are being asked to work from home while the bank tries out a coronavirus contingency plan. Apple's most important manufacturing partner expects its Chinese factories to begin operating normally. By the end of March, Hanhai is working to resolve labor shortages brought on by the coronavirus. Its factories are currently at fifty percent capacity. With money news at twenty five and fifty five on WCBS on Bloomberg. Tracy Jonke. 3.58,
7: 3.58, time for traffic and weather together. Here's Jim Feldman. And big trouble now on Long Island in Suffolk County, eastbound LIE. A vehicle fire at exit 50 is closing that ramp at exit 50, but it is causing delays right now. You've got long delays, at least a two to a three mile backup. You've got delays coming out of Queens, both on the LIE and the northern state getting out to Glen Cove Road. In Queens, also watch for slowdowns of the Bell Parkway between the Van Wyke and the southern state. Belt Parkway in Brooklyn just jammed up uh, from the Verrazano Bridge getting out towards Knapp Street. Now the forecast from the WCBS Weather Center.
6: Well, thanks very much right now. 51 degrees. We have light rain falling in New York City. Some areas do have uh, a moderate uh, rain shower that's taking place out there. There's a better bet, however, for even a thunderstorm tonight so that the rain showers will get heavier uh overnight low goes down to about 45 but during the overnight hours you're going to be basically done with the rain and wednesday for the most part now is looking much better than we initially thought i think it's a partly sunny day high temperature 56 could be a little bit of rain maybe late wednesday but it's just not a big factor thursday sunshine and 53 i'm lonnie quinn this is
3: wcbs wcbs hd and wcbs fm hd2 new york
1: a Westchester man is New York's second coronavirus patient. He's now hospitalized in the city. Several people who came into contact with the man, including his family, are now self-quarantined. Two more people in Washington state have died from the coronavirus, bringing the U.S. death toll to nine. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 800 points despite a Fed rate cut. In sports, Aaron Judge will likely not be ready for opening day. Nets, Rangers, Devils and Islanders are all in action tonight.